0: welcome to the gill athletics connections podcast i'm your host mike cunningham national sales manager for gill athletics our goal today is to connect you with coaches from around the world to learn their journey share their stories and just figure out who they are and what they're all about so without further ado let's get on and find out what today's guest has in store for us Thanks again for joining us here on the Gill Athletics Connections podcast. I am super excited. You know, we have coaches from around the world join us weekly. We get to talk to just some of the most fascinating colleges coaches and professional coaches out there. Today, I don't have a coach. We're still going to talk a lot about coaches though, but I am excited. Help me welcome today Mr. Andreas Trakowski. How, how did I do, Andreas? Did I nail it? Yeah, that was that was right, Trakowski. Yep. That, that that's the hardest part of the podcast for me right there was nailing your name uh andreas, thanks for joining us today man uh you are joining us from denmark is that correct yes sir copenhagen denmark
1: awesome. uh, thanks for having me for sure thanks for having me
0: man you are very welcome i appreciate your time today uh you are an, a long jumper we're going to learn more about you and your career and the coaches that helped affect your career positively uh talk to us give us kind of a thirty thousand overfoot on andreas who is andreas your pr long jump, what other events, etc.
1: Okay, uh, my name is Andreas Tchaikovsky. I'm from Copenhagen, Denmark, and I'm a long jumper. My personal best is 7.87 meters indoors, which is 25 feet 10 inches, if I I can remember. Uh, Outdoor PR is 7.82 and I came second at the World Junior Championship back in 2012 in uh, Barcelona, which was uh, my country, Denmark's first ever medal in history. Um, And uh, ever since then, uh, I have been you know, honor to attend college in
0: America and, you know, a dream coming true. So, yeah. So your PR is 787. Uh, it's indoors. Indoors. Yeah. Indoors. yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a little known fact. I actually jumped 787 once. You did? Yeah, wow. It, it was in the triple jump, though. So I'm not sure... <laughs> <laughs> how that might compare but yeah you know, i just wanted to brag that i also have jumped 780 <laughs> plus so uh well Thanks. talk to us how did you get started in the long jump um you, you were obviously doing it in denmark who was coaching you why the long jump versus maybe other events well basically i
1: started long term back in i think i was 10 years old uh, my dad has always been a role model for me when i was growing up because he was a former track and field athlete on a national level not international level um and then, you know, I just came to practice every single day with him, you know, when he has to take me out. And and I just feel a love with the with track and field, and especially long jump, because I'm always playing in the same. And it makes, like, my dad was like, so do you like long jump? And I was like, yes, dad. And, okay, let's try some attempt. And I just started long jumping. And and also, it's kind of like, because my dad has been seeing a lot of videos from back in the 80s and 90s of Carl Lewis and Mike Powell and Larry Marix. So I've always been watching back home in my living room, all the video recordings, and I just said, this is what I'm going to do. So, yeah, it's all started.
0: Now, I don't know much about the international scene through, you said you started around 10 years old, you know, going mm-hmm. through 18. Uh, mm-hmm. I hear a lot about the club system. Were, yeah. you, were you a club kid? and did And with that, did you do other events or has it always been kind of long jump focused?
1: You know, when you're a kid, you, you basically do a lot of stuff. You know, because when you're younger, you're just gonna try it out, try everything out. I remember my first 400 meters. I was, I think, 12, and after that, I said to my dad, "I'm not gonna do this again because this is too hard." <laughs> so uh, I was uh, applying for my first uh, club called KIF uh, Copenhagen Track and Field Club, uh, and been there since 2002. I was like 19, and then I tr- I got a new club called Sparta Track and Field. In Denmark and then now I'm in visual track and field clubs so uh I've been around yeah different clubs in Denmark so and, and over was, the years
0: was dad always the coach or have you had other coaches up to that point my dad was always my coach
1: I always been and uh, yeah so
0: it was it was nice and you mentioned sure. you know some legends right Myricks Carl Lewis um uh, mm. I mean come on right uh <sighs> was there a I'm gonna call it a localish? long jump hero or maybe it was even your dad I mean dad was a pretty good athlete himself
1: of course yeah I mean at that time he was the third fastest uh, Danish sprinter in the Mm -hmm. 100 meters Uh, and uh, I remember watching him running you know winning a national championship back in Denmark and I was just a little kid watching and cheering for him everything like that um I actually, when I when I knew I was going to long jump, is when I was twelve years old, and I almost jumped uh, six meters as at the age of twelve. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, genetics-wise, you know, got in from my dad and my mother. I had to manage my mother because she also ran pretty fast in the one hundred meters as a fourteen. She went twelve six in the one hundred meters as a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. So, uh, I think the genetics has been following, you know, going through. So, yeah.
0: I imagine that has to be special. You grew up and you got to see your dad compete and compete at a high level and then Uh reversed it. He got to coach you and see you achieve success Mm -hmm. in the same sport he did. That had to be, I mean, talk about tight bonds with mom and Mm -hmm. dad and and kid. I mean, of course.
1: I mean, I think my dad, I I know my dad is proud of me, of course, Uh, what I achieved in the track and field, you know, uh, career so far. Uh, we're not 100% satisfied yet because we always have this eight meters in our minds, and you know we're gonna work so hard, and we are working very hard to fulfill it. Um, of course, there's going to be ups and downs in in the on the road. Uh, I have a lot of history of of injuries since the since after World Junior Championship, but you know what? I'm still a hard worker and I'm a competitor. So, whatever happens, happens. So,
0: yeah, Uh, you know, I think to talking to major, you know, high level athletes such as yourself for, you know, 20 plus years now, that's a common theme of you you just got to keep pressing, you know, injuries sometimes can occur, thank goodness, they don't always occur, but they do occur, but you can't let that set, set you back if you do then you'll never even have a shot to be hitting the dreams and the goals that you have that's that's uh
1: exactly you always gotta push yourself to limits you know always uh and always listen to your body of course you know that's also very important Mm -hmm. so
0: so how did you first of all how did you get to the united states to compete for college and was that always the goal or was there also (laughs) an alternative to stay at home in, in college and compete um Actually, it was never. I mean, it was never been my goal to attend college
1: in America. It just came up after World Junior Championship. Uh, I remember the first coach who ever contacted me was actually Kareem Street Thompson. Uh, <laughs> from uh, he was from Missouri back then, Missouri, and uh, I had no idea about the school, but I knew who he was. Rhymes right, so another uh, legend. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like eight sixty-three long jumper. Um, great, great guy, great coach. Communicate, still communicates, still talks today. He's happy for me to to pick, you know, the other the schools and you know, follow my my dreams. Um, and it was actually after 2012. I, I remember I got like 40 or 50 DMs on uh, on Facebook from coaches. I had no no clue about who comes to me. It was just after later on I figured out okay. It was actually top five or top 10 schools in the whole country who contacted me. Yeah. Um, but but due to my grades in high school, you know, I, I was not eligible to go D1 directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I wouldn't say I was lazy. I just want to say my pro- priorities at that time were more attractive to feel. Mm-hmm. So my GPA wasn't high enough to go into a 10 college in D1. So what I did was I, I said, what is the other option? What can I do? Junior college. And that's where I came out to where I came to, uh, went to Iowa Western Community College, Well, I spent a good good time there for one and a half year, for
0: sure. So I was uh, a junior college coach myself down just, just south of Iowa Western. I was in Kansas uh, coaching down mm-hmm. there. Uh, I, I actually, I'm so happy that part of my coaching career did go through the junior college route. Like, it helps me, mm-hmm. you know, it keeps me grounded and understanding you know, we're gonna learn where you went after there. You know, it's a whole different level uh, for a lot of reasons, and oh yeah, uh, and a lot of good reasons, of course. Uh, but mm. I have to ask, not knowing anything about Denmark's um, and Copenhagen's weather, and uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even know how many people. I know it's a big town, so there's probably a mm. whole mess of people. What was it like coming to Iowa Western for the first time?
1: <laughs> oh my God! Well, it was actually the coldest month. It was in January. So I just celebrate Christmas holidays with my family, and I was excited to go. Of course, it was hard for me because my dad has always been my coach. So letting him go and get a new coach was kind of a different experience for me. When I arrived at airport, a small, small, tiny airport in Iowa, Western, Iowa, um, I was like, "Yo, this is super cold. Like I have never in my life experienced i much so cold before in my life." Like we were talking minus 17, not Celsius, but Fahrenheit. So, and if people know what, what Fahrenheit is to European, you got to like double up with the, with the, with the Celsius thing, you know? And, oh man, like the first out, I was like, okay, this is going to be, it's going to be interesting week for the first week. Um,
0: Did you even have a coat?
1: I had a coat with me. I had a good warm jacket with me, but I'd never, I, I, didn't know it was so much like snow I didn't look at the forecast I had no idea like you know I was like I'm just gonna go to like same place here in Denmark you know right. same same weather right. but it wasn't and it was just wow like but it, it was okay I mean I got used to it but still you know it was just two months of this cold, and then it came became better well, so. I'm,
0: I'm proud you stuck with it. I mean, honestly, you know, a lot of kids would have been like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm bailing. Either I'm going back home or <sighs> once you go through one semester, you know, you didn't you tra- travel to a lot of meets. And so you saw other schools, and you'd be like, well, wait a minute. Uh, there's a South Plains, Texas. They're warmer okay. down there or uh, Arizona. They've got some school, you know, like you would have mm-hmm. you could have bailed easily, but you stuck with it. Is that something yeah. from your dad and coaching? What's that stick to itness?"
1: most definitely i mean i can tell you right now here in denmark we don't have the best facilities in track and field when we train we only have one indoor good indoor facility in denmark copenhagen and then we have some three uh four other indoor facilities uh, in, in something called you it's like the same country country but it's not a part of denmark um but I mean, my dad always taught me, you know, you know you can make excuses. you know, don't make excuses because you know, it's not part of who you who you are. Uh, we we have we we use what we have, you know we we go outside in the snow in Denmark, we jump in the ice, we just make sure we have much clothes on. It has never been an excuse for me. so, but still, of course, minus seventeen Fahrenheit is kind of different compared to. To 15 Fahrenheit plus, you know what I'm saying? Or 20. So yeah, oh yeah. so I called my dad immediately and I said, listen, do you know how cold it is right here? And he said, No, what is it? Mine seventeen. Whoa, really? Yeah, not Celsius, Fahrenheit. And I was like, Oh man, he was like, Well, whatever. <laughs>
0: so now I can see how you get this from your dad, because again the same thing I uh, described for you, you could have, you know, hey, bailed or, you know, transferred, mm. etc. It doesn't sound like your dad was like, oh no, my my son is in a very uncomfortable situation. Well, let's bring him home. Let's get him back home or mm-hmm. let's find somewhere else. Like dad was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: it, I mean, it's gonna be tough for him, but he told me like, you're gonna be more manned up, you know, like manned up kind of way. You see, uh, I can tell you right now, we train in an indoor basketball facility all indoor season. Yeah. You know, we have mats pulled up, out in the entrance of the hallway, but we make it work, you know. Um, I mean, not to brag or anything, but I won a national junior champion, a national, not uh, the NJCA championship twice mm-hmm. with not the best facilities. But it's not about the facilities that makes you a good jumper or a good athlete, it's the effort you put into the work that makes you a good athlete and good at you know, a good champion. So we don't we don't use those excuses here where I went from, so
0: <laughs> I, I think didn't Iowa Western win the national title as well or am I, am I getting it confused with someone how were, how were you guys as a team? uh we I were actually ranked up. I think we're no, I think no we never won uh okay. individual okay. like a team
1: title, but we were like I think top five in the country awesome. for sure yeah, hey that's uh, but we had a yeah. great team, great athletes, great coaches yeah. um I actually I actually went over there here last year in the summer. Because I actually have green card in America. So I actually have an office over there with my oh, business, wow. which we're going to talk about later on.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I came visiting them and it was just amazing to see new facilities, actually. Awesome. Uh, I mean, it's amazing.
0: So well, let's let's make sure we're giving them a shout out because, you know, they they were dealing with no facilities and basketball gyms, stuff course. like that. Tell us the coaches oh, yeah. you had there. Uh, Shereen Williams, uh, Sprinter,
1: uh, Sprint Coach from Jamaica, uh, coach, former head coach Statzer, Coach Statzer, he's a former head coach there. Dave Craven, yeah. former co- jump coach there. And then uh, Steve Gordon, my coach there for 2015, also, which awesome. has been helping me a lot of my progress in the long jump. Those coaches appreciate very, very much, and you know, it's uh, you know, they're great coaches and great human beings
0: as well. Awesome! So. Boy, that's great to hear. That's a that is as well as a common theme: great coaches who are great people. Mm. That that's that's awesome to hear. So you mentioned being in the basketball gym. When I coached junior college, we had to do the basketball gym thing as well. Uh, but you transfer. Uh, you didn't transfer to a place where you had to tr- uh, practice in the basketball gym. Tell us where you ended up transferring to. Um,
1: I got it after my outdoor championship title 2015. Um, I got an offer from a U- University of Arkansas, Razorbacks, Go Hawks. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I... It, I went on a lot of visits, of course, to different schools, but, you know, I had good connection with my coach there, Travis Gifford, a very good connection. We clicked mutually. We had good humor. We still talk this these days um, and just a training partner as well, Jeremy Lawson, you know, Bowerman award winner. Right. I, I ended up staying with him for two years in the house. We're living together for two years and um, training partner as well. You cannot, uh, you cannot, uh, you know, just, you know, I walk around the training facility, and I just saw champions all around, all around me. And it's amazing, you know, because, you know, surround yourself with champions, you know, surround yourself with greatness and and the greatness will hopefully come to you. You know what I'm saying? So.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think so highly of the power of a coach, not only mm. technically what they can bring to an athlete, mm. you know, how they stage your training and prepare for you, mm. but how they mm. treat you as a human being as well. And, you know, you mentioned Travis a good friend of ours uh what a great i mean he's a better human being than he is coach and he is a heck of a coach (laughs) oh he's a heck of a coach oh yeah he is i mean he knows his stuff he knows what he's doing and he
1: he he has he has produced great great athletes you know and, and tremendous athletes who is now you know we mentioned one, Omar McLeod, who you know won won the Olympic uh, Games in 2016. You know, won ten hurdles. Um, you know, he, he has been produced a lot of good athletes. Jerry Lawson as well. I, I can I can I can name plenty of names, but you know, he's just such a great, humble man and, and, and
0: great 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 person. So so we've had a Arkansas alum on the show before, uh, Coach Cedric Vaughn, who's down at Arkansas Baptist College. He was a, a hurdler, okay. I believe. And Mm -hmm. he described the specialness of being on the team at Arkansas, you know, there's a few teams that are just, uh, there's a lot of teams that are special. Don't get me wrong. I mean, first of all, no matter what Mm -hmm. level you are, if you're junior college D3, D2, D1, Mm -hmm. that's special and it can be life changing for you and it should be life changing for you. There's a few programs because of the history. In Arkansas is one of those. What was it like? I mean, you mentioned, you know, you see the banners and you've got Lawson on the team. Uh, maybe you have alumni that are coming back and you're like, holy cow, this guy was an eight meter, you know, like there's handfuls of them. What was it Yeah, like? I mean, I
1: can tell you someone, I have one person particularly that actually was like, okay, wow, he's actually here. Um, I watched the, I went to the Berlin 2009 world championship at age 16, watched Usain Bolt ran the 200 meter world record mm-hmm. with my father. And my dad, and the, the second, on the guy who came third place in two hundred meters, Wallace Spearman. Um, he was actually, you know, there, and I was like, I looked up to him. I saw him running, and I saw like, wow, this guy is actually so fast, you know. And then I went to Arkansas, and he was there. And I did not know he was at Arkansas Razorbacks. He was actually a legend there, you know. And just to talk to him and, you know, making good friends and talking and, you know, making fun of each other, practice, you know, you know, talking trash. And you know, that's how we do sometimes. And it's just fun, you know, and 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 it just made me realize that oh, I'm actually a good place now, a great, great place with legends like being uh, attending here you know and it's just amazing and I appreciate all the coaches there for sure the head coach Chris Bogman you know Doug Hayes and Travis Gifford. amazing coaches amazing environment really appreciate them for sure
0: you know a uh, little known secret I never I didn't like Wallace Spearman for quite a while <laughs> uh, Wallace <laughs> when he was an undergrad at Arkansas is when I was coaching at Mississippi State So every weekend, every conference, every Nationals, I had to go up against Wallace and Tyson and I believe Omar Brown was there. I mean, it was just unfair, you know, really. Uh, It's like, I just don't like you guys, you know, Um, uh, they had a great coach, Lance Brahman, who's a good friend of ours, uh, who uh, coaches for Adidas now. And uh, I'm much happier. I like Wallace now. Now that I don't have to coach against him, I think he's a fantastic person. I've seen him. We we know each other. We've met in different uh, situations. And uh, hmm. he's kind of the uh, I was just listening to the Athletics LLC uh, from a few weeks ago, and they were talking about the uh, um, American Track League that we had on TV through the indoor season and that they needed a lot of help in Fayetteville and Wallace Spearman was like the mayor of Fayetteville like everybody knows him you know, yeah. that's you know, yeah. such a great oh, personality yeah. you can't help but not like Wallace you know so no of course so much much better friends with Wallace now that he's the, i don't have to coach against him so yeah uh,
1: i mean <laughs> That's how it is sometimes, you know, yeah. when you're coaching and, uh, have, yeah, so yeah. and the pa- competitors, you know. If uh, if, if yeah. I were
0: coaching and you were, you know, if I was still at Mississippi State, when you, I wouldn't have liked you either. i would been like Andre, uh, <laughs> tired of uh, you know, I, I did have uh, one of my highest coaching achievements. Uh, I did have an SEC champion in the long jump, and okay. that that meant a lot. And one of the biggest things for me was um, Dan Paff was the coach at Florida. Do, do you know Dan Paff? You know? Oh no! Oh yeah. High yeah, level. Yeah. And so I beat, he had a really good kid, Mike Morrison. Uh, and I say, I beat him, you know, my, my kid beat him. And Dan Paff, I was, a, you know, I was a nobody coach. Dan Paff comes over to me and shakes my hand and says, congratulations. And it was like, like the Pope came over to That's an honor, that, that's an you. honor. you know, exactly. that's an honor. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I have framed that over my bed. That's my highest <laughs> honor in life. <laughs> Isn't Dan Pfeff and um, Altus right now? Altus? Yeah, Altis, exactly right. Yeah, he's working yeah. with a lot of elites doing, a, uh, you know, what he's doing, a great job of, of, of many, many things. But, you know, a guy like that, his knowledge set is invaluable, right? Mm. Uh, like one day when he unfortunately shuffles off this mortal coil, we'll lose that. And so he is mm. what I'm so proud and happy of and for him is he is doing a fantastic job of education. I mean, he is. If if you are a coach today and you aren't seeking him out and seeking Altus out for education, well, you're you're missing the boat here. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're, they're giving it away, <laughs> you know, all the secrets, if you will. it's right there in front of you, and you you just need to capture it as a coach. And so, so proud of Dan mm-hmm. and uh, Stu McMillan, all those guys that are doing the Altus education. Phenomenal. That that is what we need more. We 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 rise all of our coaching education up. Well, the sport mm. rises with that. We get better exactly. jumpers, sprinters, throwers, et cetera. So, uh, yeah. so you, you, you finished out jumping at Arkansas. You stayed there for a couple of years and then go back uh-huh. home and you're still jumping, right?
1: Yeah, I'm still jumping. And I am I live uh, here in part-time Denmark and you know, part-time America, but you know mostly I'm here because you know I feel like it's my headquarter kind of. And uh, my dad is here as well. And we live in the same city and we train every single day together. He actually going to pick me up at 5 p.m. actually, you know, practice. So- um, but yeah i mean yeah the Wimbus denmark train now full time uh, and uh, doing on do my best to achieve my goals for sure
0: and, and you've so. had some amazing coaches what is it like to, how special is it to come back and dad is back to being your coach you know there's some familiarity oh. to that i mean how, how does that feel
1: it, it feels amazing I, I can be honest after 2018 when i graduated from um from university of arkansas and i had to say goodbye to travis gifford not say goodbye but see you soon because i'm going you know um it was kind of like an odd feeling of going back to my dad but also a very good feeling because you know my dad's you know warm up drills and it's kind of different compared to u.s warm up drills but my dad also used some of the other drills i've been doing here in america just to emphasize his workouts you know and in in, and it's just yeah it's a great feeling i mean I miss him a lot, of course, as coach, as coaching. Um, miss hearing his voice, yelling at me. He he doesn't care about like what people are listening to. He just yells at the track, you know. Let's go, you know. You know, last one, come right. on, here <laughs> all the way through. That's something I missed, you know. Yeah. And because he's my dad, you know, and his family. So, but but sometimes, you know, it, it's not always great, you know. To have your dad as a coach, trust me, yeah. you know, it's hard. It's not easy. It's very very hard. A lot of feelings get into this, you know, because he wants the best out of me, you know. And sometimes he cannot control that because I cannot control, you know, you, you can only control what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I know he wants extra for me, you know, extra better. You can you can do this. Come on, man. You, you, I taught you this, you know, it's more family thing, but it's all right. You know, you get used to this.
0: We, you know, we see great connections between coach and athlete, uh, especially as Mm -hmm. even they go past a four year college coach, you know, they coach for Mm -hmm. six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, but, you know, dad's known you since you were born, <laughs> you know, dad, mm. dad's like, oh, yeah, I saw your attitude at five years old. I know you can do this. You know, you, you care more about your kid, no matter how close you get mm. to your athlete and you, you're both yeah. your kid and athlete. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it had to be special for him as well. When you came home and it was like, all right, let's, let's go do what we do, son. Let's, let's get to the track.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, it was, it was a good feeling for the first week for sure. Uh, it was totally different, but it, it's nice to be back for sure.
0: So awesome man. Well, I'm so proud of you and your dad being able to do that. That's uh that appreciate so there's a lot of special coach athlete relationships. Nothing will transcend a coach athlete who also happens to be father and son, or mom and son, or mom and daughter. You know, that's mm. that's that's pretty special. Well, let's take a step off the track. So uh probably the worst secret ever, if you've already seen the title of today's episode. Andreas is not only a great jumper, uh, but he's also started this really cool social media thing. This is what I wanted to focus on and learn more about. Andreas is the person behind Jumpers World. So you've seen Jumpers World on Twitter. You've seen Jumpers World on Instagram, Facebook. We're gonna learn some more avenues here. Tell me, Andreas, uh, I mean, I know what Jumpers World is because, you know, I'm a huge social media guy, so I like it and, you know, I, I see all the videos and stuff like that. Tell me what it is, what What do you envision Jumpers World social media to be?
1: Thank you for your words for sure.
0: Um, yeah, Jumpers World is a tracking field focused
1: uh, social media agency, you know, located here in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, but also Omaha, Nebraska. Um, you know, we specialize in focusing on just the jump events and tracking and field. And the reason why I say just the jump events was because in the beginning, you know, when I started the company back in 2015, I felt there was no attention for the jumpers, no lack of attention or like, if something big happened for them, like no news was brought off, brought out on, let's say example of other channels, I can name flow track, runner space, whatever. But there was no platform or source that promoted all these jumpers and I feel a little sad about it because I was jumping myself and I just heard a news on on Twitter about this guy jumped as far, but there was no video of it. There was no, no source about it, nothing. So I just started in my dorm room and I said, listen, I'm going to make
0: my own thing and the is history
1: and yeah. What did you, uh,
0: which um, social media platform did you start with? Instagram, actually Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And
1: uh, I was just uh, pitching and say, you know, what should, what should I what should I name it? You know, ju- it has to be something in jumpers. You know, so there's like jumpers worldwide, jumpers globally, jumpers global, and say jumpers world. It's like okay, that sounds better because the whole world and it's all jumpers. So that's what I came out with. And let just started posting videos. Uh, I had no idea about the copyright infringement, all the rules that I know now know about, you yeah, know, I was going to ask course. you about that. <laughs> yeah. But, but since I started posting those videos, you know, it's just exploded because um, Christian Taylor, a good friend of mine today uh, he was actually the first person I least to follow the page. Um, and, uh, and he commented the video, liked the video and then, you know, engagement just explored. And then, thousands of new people start following the page and now we are basically like overall the second biggest uh community in the whole world right now in terms of engagement wow. so is that yeah, right 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 right. yeah right before world athletics right now so we wow. we generate pretty much between 40 to 60 70 million views a month just on instagram so i uh, know it's uh, it's a lot of good it's a big numbers but yeah it's uh it's amazing
0: I was gonna ask. You talked about the copyright. So um, there's, first of all, what I, I love what you're doing for a couple of reasons. One, spotlight on anything with track and field. I'm, you know, we're gonna mm. be in love with. Second of all, love the jumps. Come on, one of the greatest parts of track and Appreciate field. It. Yeah. 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 Um, we, we There's another podcast out there called Through the Point. Um, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's, Scott is his first name. He focuses on the javelin specifically. Yeah. And he had uh, spoke on one of his episodes. He either does or used to have a Through the Point Instagram, and it got taken down because of copyright. And so I was going to ask you, how do you I'm going to say this probably the wrong way. How do you get around it? Or how, how are you doing the right things? Because you're, you're obviously not taken down and you you post a ton of videos.
1: Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know this story, but the true followers of Jumbo's will know this. Um, I actually, my first account Jumbo's Row got taken down when I had 50,000 followers. Oh. And I started over from zero to now 355K. Wow. Uh, and here's the thing. I had no idea about the copyright infringement i just thought you know i just share i get the credit and that's it you know what i'm saying so there should be no issue here until you know copyright strikes came in on my old page and i was like okay what's going on and then one way i could not log into it and then i tried contact instagram nothing worked really and i said to myself listen i can give up now or i can start over and I and I decided to start over which is of course a good decision because well, now look where where we are right now
0: so and, and there's the theme right uh the no give up the the no uh stop start over okay fine start over i, I had a setback fine i'll 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 keep going I, that's a theme mm. with you Andreas. And I love that. That's a great theme to have, my friend. I love that. Yeah. Appreciate I didn't know you also got taken down. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. But actually you, you, you can't yeah. talk to Instagram. There's no talking to them.
1: No, but here's the thing. I actually, last year, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, my, my page uh, account, John with of uh, 200,000. This one I have right now got taken down again, but then I went to court and I won the case and then they reactivated my account and it was just so sorry to say stupid and nonsense of the. I'm not gonna name the the account who reported me. Sure. But they know who they are. Um. Uh. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh. We talk about private video, not even a broadcast video. We talk about private video, and uh, they reported because it was our territory. So all the cameras around, you know, mm-hmm. don't you cannot post that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I actually got permission to post it from another person. So that's yeah. the thing. You know, put him in a trap. And then report to Instagram and Instagram's like pff, deleted. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I have some connections now to Instagram or Facebook, uh, so I can get quicker into them if something happens again. Cause eventually, you know, people people is going to lie about they own the footage. So okay. you gotta be more aware before you post anything. That's why we never, never post anything we don't own. Mm. So that's the number one rule. Always ask, make sure you have the copyright for it. If you don't have it, don't post it.
0: Yeah, you know, hearing that story and hearing Scott's story through the point, you know, uh, I, I I get copyright laws. I mean, like, I I mm. understand it. I mean, because me of, too, of course. Yeah. yeah uh, but when, and I guess it's hard when, you know, you're talking about the internet and you're talking about Instagram and, you know, billions of accounts and things like that. So you, you can't mm. police everyone individually. So you have to make these rules that capture everybody but you know the goal of what you were doing and are doing is not to steal and, and take credit you're not taking those videos and saying look i did this you're like you know look, no. look, they did this it's a jumper and you're sharing it so it's not nefarious it's it's all in positivity no. so i it's uh it's kind of one of those things and that's like, and that's
1: why i'm actually trying out we try now to
0: partner partner
1: with different you know uh actually uh, businesses and also you know federations around. The- the world for track and field because mm-hmm. what, not, what, what why not promote their athletes? Why not showcase the athletes on the biggest platform in the whole world? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like why not help them get promotions, you know, get them out there to sponsors because mm-hmm. track and field is no, I'm sorry, it's not a money sport as mm-hmm. football or soccer or tennis or golf but what we can do is help promote them in the best way possible mm-hmm. so that's always been the number one thing for John as well also is to help those athletes to get the promotion and get the tension they need, you know what I'm saying? So yeah.
0: Now I know is your biggest platform, three hundred thousand plus. Mm-hmm. Uh when you first started it though, did you think it would hit three hundred thousand plus? Were you just happy to get to three hundred? Was that a big number? I mean,
1: ha- yeah. I mean, I to be honest, the sky's the limit. I don't put no limits on myself. So uh, but yeah, of course, you always dream about this one million, you know, always do that. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, it's a, it's a goal of mine, of course, but in the beginning I had no goals about how many followers I would get. I just want to highlight,
0: you know, the greatest jumpers in the whole world and uh, to help them get the attention they deserve. So. Well, I, I appreciate your openness and to the, some of the negativity that's happened with these copyrights and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. What has been some of the positives? Is there any, anything that surprised you whether it was a post that went super crazy, the engagement, which is obviously huge,
1: Yes, of course, I mean, I can mention a lot of posts, but I can tell you one thing is, I have received text messages from different fans of Jumbos World taking, having a new tattoo of my logo on their body. Wow. <laughs> I know, I don't I, don't, I don't know if I can show you, find it right here, but usually, you know, um, some people from Germany or Spain or wherever, they have been taking photos of them actually getting a big tattoo of the Jumbos World logo, either on the calf or the chest or on the back. And the first, my first thought was, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, look, what are you doing? You know, because, but, but in the end of the day, I was happy because like this would make me happy. And mm-hmm. also receiving messages that someone says, hey, and hey, Jumbo Roll, I just want to say thank you so much for motivating me to get back to my sport again. You know, I haven't got the, the motivation uh, as before, but after seeing all the great videos of people coming back from injuries, yeah. um, jumping again, it makes me want to come back again. So thank you so much. That's something that makes me happy, you know, and that's the whole thing about jump as well, you know, so um, makes me so happy to, to see those kind of messages from people for sure.
0: That's super positive. I mean, I was expecting you to tell me one post that hit a million views or shares. Or no, that kind of stuff, not but that's, instead, no. Instead, you give examples yeah. of people's passion. I mean, when you tattoo mm. a logo, of something, I mean, that's that's your life, right? I'm a jumper. That's passion. And then mm. the motivation that you know, I, I was feeling down. Injuries were getting me. You know, so you you have a lot mm. of experience with you know that kind of mentality. That that seeing the videos that you're sharing motivate them and keep them motivated and maybe re-motivate them there is no higher gift right i mean that's that's no, beyond no. the number of followers and shares and oh yeah what have
1: you i always want to get back to the sport you know i always feel like i want to get back some way somehow how can i do can I, how can i get back to the sport that the, the sport had given me over the years and that's always been my motivation you know always grind hard always do what i can do to make the sport uh bigger and uh, bigger and bigger and then hopefully one day you know we'll see what happens So, yeah,
0: real leaders give value (laughs) and that's, that's what you're providing. I love that. That's, that's value, value, value. What has been like when, as when you're sharing and post and you're thinking about what post to share, what go, what's your process there for what videos to share, what not to share? Okay. Um, I mean,
1: I really want to make sure that people enjoy the post and posting of course there's going to be some people saying oh this is not relevant on this page and et cetera et cetera et cetera but you know there's always going to be people like this you know you you cannot control you know all these uh let's say fans or whatever um it's just like you know i want to post between a mixture of funny to awesome to motivating videos Mm. you know what i'm saying because you had to engage with the followers. What do they want to see? Mm-hmm. You know, what do they want to see us post on Jumbo's Rose account? And uh, over the years, I've been learning a lot about it. And to be honest like uh, Mike, there's some videos I've been posting that blow up like ridiculously, mm-hmm. um, last month or two months ago, we, we, we got 55,000 followers in just 30 days wow. out of three videos three viral videos and it was funny videos, something I edited on my computer mm-hmm. with music in the background and some fast sound effects, but both video got 25 plus million follower views. Wow. So, and that's just, it, it can happen like that. You know, yeah. you're just gonna, you're just gonna post the right content on the right time, of course. Um,
0: so, yeah. Yeah, i love the the mixture you know the funny ones things like that uh, there's yeah. some other there's other great you know instagram pages out there a friend of mine grant benzel runs throwers meme instagram mm-hmm. page You know, it's, it's all memes on throwers and they're funny and things like that but i love your mixture of you know the hilarious you know and i say hilarious meaning they're typically you know the um the fail videos right we see a guy that falls or what have you and what's yeah. funny about those it's not laughing at the person it's more laughing at yourself like oh i've done that like oh yeah who who hasn't you know bailed out on a jump or you know i know i know the I'm, not, I'm not
1: trying yeah. i'm not trying to post anything right. like
0: that's gonna hurt them you know like i right. heard something like yeah. like broken leg or something like that
1: because yeah. right. you have to understand one thing the people the, the video i'm posting are actually people that want me to post those videos
0: mm. good point that's you a know good point.
1: like all these athletes that actually has fault or failed and in the high jump or pole vault or anything mm-hmm. uh, who look injured those are the people actually send me those videos and say hey can you please post this on instagram on jump as well so when people make these negativity comments about why you're posting this you shouldn't post it, how post is he okay or mm-hmm. well guys i'm not going to post anything if this guy's really hurt that's not my intention of this mm-hmm. that's not what we do but we want to make it more exciting and more fun to watch you know because you know, in end of the day, man, you, there gotta be some fun sometimes. You know, yeah. and, and and that's how it is. Um, well, so yeah. A,
0: well, that's a great point about that you know the the athlete themselves has said yeah yeah the, you know post this please yeah it's show the real world of jumping by <laughs> the way it's like, it's not all pr's and it's <laughs> not all pr it's not right. all easy no 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 <laughs> so you have those uh interesting videos you have uh huge performance videos whether it's uh you know world record attempts are getting close and um, prs and national records and then you also have these you know uh, I guess inspirational is the only way to that I can think of. It, put it in it. Mm-hmm. One of the videos I saw fairly recently was a uh, Paralympic jumper doing the high yeah. jump. I think it was, and I and I can't remember if you posted the, the comment was on uh, was on there something about you know what's your excuse like look look yeah, at this that, person yeah, and it and it really was. It's like man, you know, I got up this morning, and I complained that my back was stiff, so I'm not going to go work out today. And it's mm-hmm. like uh, look at this guy yeah this this guy I mean, literally has one leg and he's high jumping higher than i ever could have dreamed of high jumping mm. with quote unquote two good legs i mean that that to me is so inspirational not that transcends jumping as well even though it's the example is high jumping if i'm a thrower i have to look at that and go oh yeah what is my excuse if i'm a distance runner yeah what what is my excuse i mean
1: seriously man i have so much respect for paralympic athletes like it's you have no idea that's why i also post a lot of the paralympic athletes. i'm actually going to post a video today of a world record, actually, recently from Australia, a woman jumping five meters thirty with no legs at all—like two prosthetic legs—it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, and uh, it's just so inspiring to see those people jumping, and you know, because they're doing all they can to, you know, to perform well. You know, and 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 that's why also I mean talk with the Paralympic community as well, and also the para athletics page. Where we form mutual beneficial relationship, and we're in terms of I can share all the videos with no copyright or anything problem with that, because mm-hmm. they love what I'm doing as well or what we're doing, um, and uh, and that's why I have a great team right now with two or three editors right now helping me with making videos, but but mostly I'm the one who takes care of of all the the pay, the the videos being posted and everything like that. So
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, accolades to you not only for what you're doing completely, but honestly, that Paralympic side—that it's not um as a, as a as a as a side child. Like it's like, oh, it's part of it. They're jumpers too. Just they're in Paralympics. We're in, in Olympics or a national game, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's we're, we're athletes. We're jumpers. It, it's yeah. it's it's jumpers' world, not jumpers' able-bodied world, right? It's it's jumpers' where You jump. It's all kind of jumpers. Yeah, but also I want to tell you
1: something. We wanted to make. To walk into more other events as well now so what we do is now is uh, we actually own the company uh the page called track center i have not heard about that one mm-hmm. but that's a new uh it's actually former called triple jumpers but now we want to move it to more globalized like you know all events also because we we want to we want to build jumpers well, we want to have this portfolio of all the biggest pages around the world so we can help the sport grow in the best way possible awesome. um, because I don't know if you know all these pages with throwers or javelin or whatever, but we want to bring all the sports together, all events together in one page. Not on jumbo Spoil, but on other pages. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to do. We want to help the community. We want to help the sport the best way possible.
0: I love that. Make sure you check out our show notes. Andreas will give me all of the, the links in uh, the different accounts. We'll make sure they're in mm-hmm. the uh, uh, the show notes as well as our social media posts as well. Uh, you know, again, Appreciate it. A, a rising tide raises all ships. So anything we can do to promor- promote. The events of this great sport, which is the greatest sport in the world, by the way. And it is. I don't no, care. You hands down. A, yeah, you can be a soccer fan. Soccer's great. You can be an American football fan. Mm. I'm a huge mm. American football, college football fan. Uh, there is nothing better than track and field for so many reasons. The inclusiveness, yeah. uh, the different body types, the success ratios. I mean, literally athletics is mm. The, the best sport. It is.
1: It's a. It's the best sport ever. There's so many events and so many remarkable performances that's been going on. You know, and it's just incredible. Imagine me- measuring out nine meters in a long jump or twenty nine feet. You know, people don't understand how can people jump this far. You know, it's
0: just. <laughs> It's ridiculous so i agreed 100 percent well andreas as we start to wrap up tell us what is um i don't want to call it the end game but but what what is what are you working towards you mentioned about trying to bring different niche uh pages together under one you know mm-hmm. athletics uh mm-hmm. to to help help raise the sport you mentioned you have a team a company w- what's what are we all trying to do here what what's the end game for you
1: I mean, the end game is, of course, is that jumpers will will someday have their own competition circuit around the Europe. You know, having our own competitions where we bring the best jumpers ever to those competitions with music playing, like new thing of, uh, bring attention just to jumpers, but broadcasting from people who can watch, uh, maybe pay the view, but it depends on you know what jumpers are jumping. You know, as as the beginning of Jumbo's World, I've been building a relationship with a lot of great, great champions and the World Olympic champions over the years. Uh, Christian Taylor, I mentioned, Will Clay, Brittany Reese, uh, I can name so many more, but I, I've talked to them about, hey, guys, you want if you want to, if, if I made a competition called Jumbo's World Classic or something like that, would you attend the competition? And everybody said, yes, with like, you know, <laughs> they they really want to attend. And it makes me happy because they say, Andreas, you helped us. Now we want to help you. And that's what I respect a lot from people. And uh, I've always said to them, listen, guys, if you need anything, just give me a text, something like that. I'll do my best to help you. Um, and that's what I see Jumbo's World in the future, but also working with different companies of globalizing, you know, this track and field event. You know, I cannot say what, but something big news coming very, very soon nice. on Jumbo's World but i
0: cannot mention right now but it's going to be extraordinary new 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 level so well you know i feel like without overstating it we unveiled jumper's world and introduced andreas the the person behind it we won't we won't um, spoil your big news that's coming up soon We'll, we'll just look forward to that that'll be awesome to see
1: Yeah, I mean watch out guys it's going to be amazing so.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what listening to your story Andreas I have no doubts that that is is true and no matter what happens with it, you will continue to fight for it I love this theme of never quit never stop. Uh, No, no excuses, (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, go into minus 15 no excuses. (laughs) Put on some gloves and let's let's get to jumping, man. So, uh, really love that attitude. Obviously, you know, please let mom and dad know that you know that that's you're a byproduct of them. Uh, I, I wish um, one day I will meet mom and dad because I yeah, I love meeting the people you. behind the people and it's obvious that they are you know your leadership. Uh, athleticism, you know, you can't escape genetics, but your leadership, your attitude, your positive attitude has to start somewhere. There has to be embers. And I think mom and dad are the obvious candidates here that they are the fire starter for you and some of the great things that you have done. And even more importantly, that you will continue to do. Thank
1: you so much, Matthew. I really appreciate it. I think my mom and dad will be so happy to hear this for sure.
0: Make sure I, you know, we're, we're connected on Twitter. So I want you to tell me that you told mom and dad this. Okay. I mean, that's important. I will. I will. Don't I will. They, worry. They,
1: they, they, I'll, I'll give them a comment. I will tell you what they said. So
0: ah, sure. sure. Awesome. Well, uh, again, check out the show notes. Uh, make sure you are following Jumpers World on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, his other uh, ones that he's coming out with. They'll be in the show notes as well. We didn't mention you are starting Jumpers World starting out on TikTok as well. Is that correct? Yeah, we,
1: we, we were starting to move on TikTok as well, but we're staying slowly moving on, but it'll, it'll be on
0: TikTok as well. So yeah, you can check it out as well. Somebody listening right now is on TikTok. I'm not, and I'm a huge social media guy and I'm still not on TikTok, <laughs> just yet. a huge Twitter guy. Twitter's my main, I, I like the communication. Oh the yeah, is nice Twitter. as well. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're following them and sharing and uh, spreading the word because again, a rising tide raises all ships, and the more that we can have people celebrating the great jumpers of this world, the better we will be for track and field. Uh, so, Andreas, thank you, man. I really do appreciate your time today. I know you got to you got to do what what an athlete does. You got to get to practice, man. So uh, I'm just so thankful yeah. you to spend some time with us today. No problem, Megan. Thanks for having me for sure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you for listening today. I really, again, appreciate your time and energy. You have a lot of choices out there for your time. You know, there's podcasts, there's YouTube, there's work, there's practice, there's coaching, there's parenting, there's a lot of activities out there. And you decide to spend time with us today. And I'm just so thankful for that. If you received value from today's podcast, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that other people in your network would probably enjoy some value from this as well. And what great value here. We get to go watch videos of awesome athletes competing and achieving high success. So share this episode with your network and join us next time. Next week, we'll be back at it again with another great track and field coach connection. Have an awesome day, everybody.